0: show this is eileen this is stephanie and this is shannon yeah this is by club show where each week we sink our teeth into your favorite fantastic shows this week we've got a couple episodes of the vampire diaries and several episodes of being human and some and one or last week's episode of the walking dead we're gonna rush right through this so much to talk about um but uh first comes first you can email us at ByClubShow at gmail.com. Our website is ByClubShow.com. You can find us on Twitter at ByClubShow. And we're on Facebook. Thank you, Stephanie. Facebook.com slash show. Okay, wine of the week. You know, we're recording this on a Saturday morning at 10.30. I am drinking um, a mixture of a Los Angeles coffee. And <laughs> I think I picked a Pennsylvania coffee right now. Uh, what are you guys drinking? Anything this morning? Um, I
1: should be drinking just... a mimosa, but instead I'm drinking <laughs> some green tea with p- pomegranate and cranberry. Uh, high in caffeine, straight from Whole Foods. Yum. Yum. Shannon? I'm just having some sweet tea. Sweet tea? Okay. <laughs> some
0: tea, y'all. No alcohol, y'all, but. We
1: got caffeine, though. We got
0: a little caffeine mm-hmm. so we can get through all of the shows. My God, we have so much. Okay, let's go ahead and start with The Walking Dead Season 3, Episode 10 Home. Okay, Rick went crazy last episode talking to himself seeing Lori and he still sees her. It's like I think that whole opening scene, he was there was like hardly any dialogue, right? He was just staring off and like, he saw uh, yeah. um, Lori in the on the other side of the fence and yeah, ran over. Yeah, she's
1: wearing a white dress. <laughs>
0: We never see her face, but that's got to be the actress, right? Who plays, uh, who played Lori? Yeah, we do see
1: her face eventually. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. It takes like 15 minutes into the show, but they do get (laughs) a close-up on her. I thought he was being so crazy. I thought that maybe he might be following a zombie.
2: (laughs) Me too!
1: I thought something (laughs) was going to happen.
2: Because she was was just standing there, and she was just looking off into the distance completely. Well, she seemed very dead. So (laughs) I thought she was a zombie too. Until we saw her face, and she was smiling, and she gave him like like she touched his face and everything mm-hmm. and then we see oh, the perspective Ghost of Lord uh
1: michonne and and uh, the, the old guy observing rick and we see that he's just following nobody he's like just walking around aimlessly waiting for something he doesn't even know what
0: totally that yeah. was funny <clears throat> very very freaky in the meantime um you know, Andrea has a conversation with the governor, and he's like, that was a very good speech, blah, 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 you know. But I don't know. The way he said it, it was just like, what, are you jealous? Are you pissed? Uh, you know, what did you guys think of their little combo?
1: Well, I think that he was, um, I mean, obviously we can't trust him, mm-hmm. but I, I also think that there is a part of him that just really doesn't want to lead anymore, yeah. even, though, even though he has ulterior motives, he really doesn't want to lead and so I think he's pushing it off to Andrea, even though he questions her loyalty. And we figure that out when um he talks to his buddy, his scientific buddy and says, like, you know, I don't know where her loyalties lie And um yeah, I think he I don't think that they are going to be an item much any longer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. either. I
2: hope not. I, I've not liked Andrea and the governor since they started off in this relationship. They're just so Weird, <laughs> right. right? And it's
1: interesting I just can't because stand it. yeah, he the governor is just very um, he gets very anxious whenever Andrea says, "I need to go back to the prison to see my friends," and he it's just because he he thinks that it's um, her being unloyal. Mm-hmm. But I think what's really happening is that Andrea just cares about people. She she needs to know that her friends are all right, but she also feels uh, a sense of obligation to the people of Woodbury, not, not necessarily the governor, but she wants to make sure that they have. Uh, you know, a safe, safe life there. So we'll see what happens in the next episode. And I didn't, uh, I, I, she, I read an interview where she said that, you know, our minds are going to be blown with mm-hmm. her story. So uh, we'll see.
0: Now let's talk a little bit about Daryl and Merle, who are out by themselves, just kind of, you know, being walking brothers, <laughs> <laughs> walking in the woods, being brothers, uh, What do you guys think about that? And then they run into a group of people that are being attacked on a bridge. Um, And Merle is like, no, don't go over there. You don't even know those Mm -hmm. people. And Daryl's like, what? Come on. We're going to help these people. There's a baby, baby. you know, and they run up there. And eventually Merle kind of helps out, but.
2: um, Merle kind of helps, but he does. He helps for himself because he tries to get into that. Car and steal all of their their goods, mm-hmm. but um, I was really happy that Daryl stuck his crossbow mm-hmm. in his face and was just like, "You need to stop." Yeah,
0: yeah, and I really felt like you know that was um, you know, Daryl's turning point to understand like your brother is just the redemption factor is just not happening. You know, <laughs> he is like still out for himself and very selfish, and um, you know, uh, in, in this huge post apocalyptic mm-hmm. world, but. I think Daryl, you know, we, we know who the, the upstanding brother is. We always have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he wanted to give his brother a chance, right? To see if they could turn and, you know, they could
1: make a life out of it. But it, I don't know. Nope. Daryl decides that he's going to go back to the prison to see see his friends. And at first Merle's like, oh, because you, you and Rick are like buddies. You know, you're like BFFs and blah, blah, blah. Merle says that he can't go with Daryl. And Daryl says, you know, like, oh, you know, I might be the one walking away. But you're the one who's leaving and you know at the end of it merle sucks it up and follows daryl back to the prison camp
0: which is great oh, timing no. because as rick is having his you know imaginary look at Lori and herschel runs up to the edge of the of the uh, fence to talk Super to him dangerous and tell him for yeah him. and tells him like and he's like hobbling over there and he's like rick come back come back come back um uh, all of a sudden, fire shots are fired, and it turns out it's the governor and some of his people. And like, how did the person get up in the tower? Like the no, that's what I was wondering too. But he was very effective, and you know, and everybody was out in the open. Shooting. Carl was there. Uh, why do I always fit the the woman with the short hair who lost? Carol. The, Carol was out there. Everybody was out there, and oh, we forget about Glenn who left uh, oh, just moments angry. before, and oh, he was right? angry. So he, they're down one person, and all of these shots fire. The whole time I was thinking, when's Glenn coming back? Because he just left, mm-hmm. and he must have heard stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sure enough, he does come back. But, I mean, as, I, all of that happened, like, in the last 10 minutes of the episode. I honestly thought that nothing was going to happen in this episode, other than Daryl and um, Merle, uh, you know, helping the, the, Span- the, Sp- the Spanish family up there on the... Um, on the highway, on the bridge. Uh, and all of a sudden, it was just, like, action-packed. I felt like, wow, um, I was super excited by the end of this episode that all of this was happening, and Daryl ran back and helped out. Merle was there and helped, because Rick was about to get eaten oh, uh, yeah. uh, on the fence. And so yeah. now it's sort of like, oh, great, does Merle owe
1: uh, – or does Rick owe Merle now? Like, but whatever. Um, I think that's going to be his in back into the the team. Yeah. He, he said, you know, like, those people I tried to kill – a couple of those people, they're not going to want me. So I think this is his way of getting back in. But, you know, cause Rick kind of gave him, gave Merle a nod yeah. when, when he saved him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was crazy though, when that big truck came mm-hmm. barreling down the road and then just like oh. broke through the fence. And I thought, Oh my God, there's going to be nuts. soldiers with guns in there, but nope, they were, Bunches bunch of walkers.
0: I know. I thought maybe it was Glenn who found a truck and then was like, yep. Alright, you know, we got people and boom boom but oh god, when those walkers came out I was like Holy like, oh, crap. crap. Yeah, stuffed in there. Totally. But who
1: uh, something I didn't was figure scary. out though was who was that driver? Like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think we figured who that was. And-
2: one of my friends thought that it might have been Andrea, and I was like, I don't think it's her no. because she's so she's so concerned about getting back to the prison and seeing her friends. She wouldn't do that. Um, maybe it was. Um, it, it felt to me like it was a woman. Yeah, that was running around, small,
1: small and thin. I was. Yeah, maybe it was that chick who was guarding the wall. Um, that's what I was thinking too. Because she's pretty. That's true. Know, badass and very loyal. But did that person die? No, that's the thing. We just never saw no, her didn't again. Die. After she ran away. Yeah,
0: I didn't think so. Um, so there's a bunch of walkers. Merle and Daryl come back, help. Glenn comes back, helps. Oh, Ever- he,
1: he rescues Herschel. Yes, thank <laughs> God. The yeah.
0: um, and then the governor drove away, made his statement. A couple of his people died uh and then we don't know what happened to Tyrese and like they were like shunned away and we don't know we never saw them in this episode so that was interesting so like what happened to them did they hear yeah it's like did they hear all of this commotion did they care um are they running far away I mean there's not many ways to get out of the prison other than getting back in the way they did which is now infested so um I thought Um, it ended really well this episode
1: Poor, poor guy who just got shot in the face. Like, oh, Carol is, yeah. yeah, poor guy. He. That's how the whole, whole war started. They shot him in the head
2: while he, and was, he was flirting just with. Talking Carol. about how he was he didn't like guns and that he was happy to be with them. Just talking about that. And then he got shot in the face. Poor dude.
0: Boom. Um, well, he didn't
1: last I- long. <laughs> So I guess the war continues next week. The war does continue
0: next week. I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, what do you think? Is this going to wake up Rick or is he like instilling still in La La Land? I mean, is he going to be able to take charge? Should he take charge? There's some uh, previews where even Carl said, maybe he shouldn't be the leader anymore. Mm-hmm. Told his dad straight up, you know, like no, maybe he shouldn't He's leave. most definitely not fit right now. <laughs> well, who <laughs> is fit? You know well,
1: Glenn if he weren't so angry. He's
0: so angry. Well maybe Daryl, you know? I don't know. I mean Daryl came back, right? Right. And now as long as he can like, you know, keep his brother down, maybe Herschel could add a little bit of sense to it and I don't know. I'm just you know, the group is kind of in, in a mess right now in terms of leadership because Rick is really the guy, but he's seeing ghosts. So <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Um. All right. Well, um, we're looking forward to Sunday night's episode, which happens to coincide with the Oscars. Oh my goodness. Um, but I I will eventually watch that episode. Uh, let's turn our uh, attention to Being Human. Uh, there was three episodes, three, four, and five, which we haven't talked about. And uh, I've already forgot what three was. I've just oh, watched man. four last night, and I watched half of five. So what was three? Oh. That
1: was. Sally I
0: mean, uh, meeting the guy in the mortuary, right?
1: Oh, or yeah. She, was gets that a f-
0: she gets the job.
1: She gets the job. She gets a job, falls in love with her boss. Um, Did that happen in four or three? I don't
0: know. Uh, I the TV we showed just... a
2: change in was episode three, and that's when Aiden's all up in arms about losing Henry. Okay. Uh, Josh and Nora start helping out Aaron and have her move into the house and whatnot. And oh, Sally- right. Sally- they had that
0: party and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sally
2: had to deal with Trent's funeral during that episode, too. So right. she ended up talking to the uh, the fiancé and telling her that Trent had cheated. And the fiancé was like, oh, I cheated on him, too. Awkward. Mm. Awkward. <laughs> Yeah.
1: And I think um, was it Sally's boss, you know, sees that exchange and he's like, wow, I wish people would react that way when I, you know, consoled them. Um, yeah, really. And then they, they really start to form a bond. And I think that's kind of like Sally's ongoing story. I feel like throughout the, the next few episodes, like she, her, her, the, the dynamic of her relationship with um, her new boss, who's. Yeah. So young and innocent. <laughs> mm-hmm. a, he, has, he has a dead mother watching over him. So um, Right. Yeah, so Shannon... Um, gosh, I had so so many episodes have, have, have passed. Do you want to like just run through each other? No. What's going on with them? On success.
2: Yeah, that's this fine. Show. So in um, episode four of season three, this is um, one where Aiden Steele getting all emotional about losing Henry. And um, he ends up taking Sally out because she's been inside and depressed all this time because uh, she's not able to see uh, people from her past. So she's been having nightmares and whatnot. Uh, so he ends up taking her out to this bar where luckily they don't know anybody and they get to dancing and stuff. And I'm starting to think that Aiden and Sally, if it wasn't for Sally's new boyfriend, that they would have hooked up. Mm. Yeah, I remember early <laughs> on in the first episode, they touched hands and it was, like, a little awkward. Yeah. And so, I agree. It was funny. Um, Sally ends up getting her job uh, during the same episode at the funeral place with the... I forget what his name is, the kid. Uh, he yeah. looks so young, though. He looks completely younger than her. <laughs> yeah. RJ, I believe? Yeah, or maybe something not. like that. Oh, yeah, it is It is RJ, yeah. Oh, no, no, oh, RJ, RJ is...
1: RJ is Nora's brother, actually. I forget.
2: Mm. Uh, oh, okay. Wrong guy. Anyway, she gets a job over at the funeral uh, with the director kid. And then um, Josh and Nora, uh, they meet Nora's parents. And Josh ends up asking for Nora's hand in marriage. Oh, right. Uh, I remember from- that. Oh, work. my
1: God. that was so <laughs> funny how the dad responded, too. He's like, well, yeah, you know what they say. You want to marry a girl? Look at her mom. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty harsh. Was like so she doesn't awkward. have a very um, she doesn't have a very tight knit family. I would say.
2: No, but, I, I completely agree.
1: Yeah, but I think Josh takes. I don't know. Would you consider that a, a blessing? I'm not even really sure. He just the dad just doesn't care. The dad yeah, is just like,
0: he he just seems like I, I can't say he's a drunk, but he's just not there. You know what I mean? Like he's so. Yeah empty you know and i don't know i just felt for nora she didn't want josh to come to the house and but he was like no i need to know your family this is great and you know Mm -hmm. once we once we walk we see her walk through the door i'm like oh i see why this is (laughs) right this it's almost pointless to to introduce when the dad is not even like reciprocating anything you know just
1: um in in a way though it kind of brings nora You know, back into a circle with her family because after she went home, I think um, her brother, RJ, uh, he stops by unannounced. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, congratulations on the proposal or on your engagement. She's like, what? He hasn't asked. Oh, yeah. That was so funny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So awkward. And and I guess Nora's like on her way out. So she's like, oh, just make yourself at home. And that's when that's when RJ meets uh, the girl. Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, the little mini, mini werewolf.
2: Um, so they kind of start hooking up, and then Josh gets so mad at him, and yeah. she, he basically like kicks him out of the house real quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he's, he's protecting the girl. I mean, apparently this is when we find out she's only
1: like fifteen years old. Or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then Nora she becomes very fatherly with us. He yeah. does,
0: yeah. I mean, it's showing his little pack, even though he's not really a wolf anymore. But then you know, Nora comes in and and sides with Josh and tells her brother to. Get the hell out! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably
2: um. A good thing. So in yeah. episode five, which was uh, I believe last week or the week before that, um, Josh and Nora they end up getting um, kind of interrogated by Liam, who was the father of the two original werewolves that they were friends with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that Nora
0: them... Nora ran away with and was like you yeah. know
2: MIA for a while. Um, in uh, last season. So Liam basically t- tries to talk her into killing Aiden because he feels that Aiden was a part of uh, the death of his uh, his kid. And of course, Nora's like, no, we can't kill Aiden. Like he's our friend. He's an okay guy. He's not just a vampire. He's, you know, he's the he's a um, a nurse, and he pays his dues and everything. So she doesn't want to do it. Um, I don't think we see Liam anymore during this episode. But uh, what do Josh and Nora do? So hard to remember. In this episode, in
0: terms of after they meet Liam, wasn't I that in episode that was the next episode, right? Episode four.
2: Episode five. Five, well, five, 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 5 Yeah. Yeah. So well, they both met up.
1: With... It, was, it was just I, also a, a, something of note is that even though Nora and Josh don't want to do anything to Aiden. Right. Nora has considered, yes. like, the possibility of, like, would this be better if we just, you know, yeah, because, get rid of him. She right, he's that. trying to
2: tell her that who, their wolfly family is more important than mm-hmm. just having, like, a, a human family. And right. they must, uh, you know, protect each other and be together. So he's trying to get Aaron on his side now. And, um, and more and happens a, in the next episode. Yeah, that's
1: a smart target because
2: Aaron is doesn't really have any
1: allegiance to, to Aiden at all.
2: Right. She doesn't. And she's very young. So it's really easy for Liam to talk her into doing things for him and saying, hey, you know, we're both werewolves. Let's do this together. Um, in other stories, there's Aiden, who has these two girls haunting him because he's so <laughs> freaking hungry for blood. <laughs> so he has these two girls that he had um, uh, dried up all the blood out of in oh. a past season. I Basically remember he, did, just he them. following him around.
1: Yeah. yeah, even they even follow so, him to work where he is tending to um to Bubble Boy.
2: Yes, yeah, so Bubble Boy is Kenny <laughs> who is completely <laughs> Kenny. I like that. It's kind of like the South Park Kenny. Um, he's kind of. He is a bubble boy. He's never ha- been sick at all. And if he does get any kind, of, um, any kind of viruses or anything, he'll basically instantly die from them. Hence why he's been living in this hospital for almost 18 years. So Aiden discovers, oh, he doesn't get sick? Well, he probably has the best blood in the world. So he starts taking <laughs> these little tests from Kenny and saying, oh, we need these to do some uh, more hospital tests. Eventually, Kenny starts suspecting him. And he he, straight up he calls buys him a out video on video camera. Yeah, I love it. He I love this. Straight up calls him out. So funny. Holds up a cross to him. Tells him to get in front of the sun. Move over to the mirror. I just want to. I want to see your <laughs> reflection with my new camera. Oh, and Aiden's Kenny's just so like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's a cute kid. I I like Kenny so far.
1: <laughs> uh, eventually, what's I...
2: going on Sally. Oh, sorry.
1: Oh, I was gonna say like Aiden actually has to take some time off of work for a while because. Um, I don't know. Eventually, there's there's a point where he fell asleep, and it, Aiden's dr- having these dreams that he accidentally revealed himself to, like a nurse or something, while watching the Bubble Boy. And uh, when he wakes up, he actually does reveal himself to the Bubble Boy.
2: Yeah, that was kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. So so
1: Kenny just he he just he sees it all, and he realizes, oh damn, he right. is a
2: vampire. Well. Yep. Um, right. You were right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Miss Sally, who is um, he, she's working at her job. She's loving it. And she really likes this guy. Eventually, they go out on their first first date together and they end up sleeping together. This whole time, Sally is being haunted by Linda, who is um, uh, what is his name? You, um, Max. Max's mom. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Max's How mom. awkward! She's basically following him around and apparently haunting her to get her away from Max because she thinks that Sally is a little slut. <laughs> Not cool. Uh, now oh, the, and, did you guys watch the? Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to talk about like Linda's mom's next steps. <laughs> she uh she eventually like jumps into Sally's body and then yes breaks up with Max, <laughs> which is. Oh my gosh, I was I was very surprised when she did that. Yeah, that was mean. And then Sally gets
0: back at her as she when she wakes up and understands what actually happens and goes back to the mortuary, puts the salt on the ground, and then like does like positive spirit like witchcraftery or something, and then like has a shield. Exercises her, exercises her, so she's got a shield when the mom tries to jump back in, and then um, you know nothing. So funny. Nothing happens. So yeah
2: um it was probably a good thing that she did that but i'm i'm worried that this is going to come back and bite sally in the butt with her and max's relationship eventually she's gonna have to tell max about who she is what she's been through and what's going on
0: yeah and so i think we're mixing episodes five and six a lot at this point are we because that's okay um which is which is fine um it's like okay. No, oh, I think we're mostly at the end of five. I think. And... Yeah, we're
2: we're at the end of episode five, and last week was episode six, right? Uh, season three, episode six, which was what's blood got to do with it? This right. is the one where the main story is about Sally and her brother, right? Um, how right. She, <clears throat> how Robbie ends up showing up at the house because he now owns it, uh, since Sally and her uh, her old husband died. So. When Robbie shows up, Sally accidentally sees him. He sees her along, Um, I think it was in, in front, like on the sidewalk. Yeah. And they freak out. Totally. Sally's like, oh my God, I can't talk to you. I'm sorry. I love you. And she runs away immediately.
0: But that goes back to your point about how she hasn't really, She's she hasn't told Max anything. And so she's freaking out. And obviously all the roommates know why. But Max doesn't know and he's at the house and he's like, why are we okay? Are we having a fight? Because yeah. I don't know what's going on. And, you know, I'm like, great. This is where yeah. this is where the relationship goes bad because she's not telling him anything. And, and he realizes right. that the
1: roommates know and he doesn't. So he feels yeah, like she's he feels not, not really really bad. It to him. Um, well.
0: But going back just before we leave episode five, the one last thing with regards to the wolves is that Liam uh, is that Josh goes and um, confronts Liam at his house with a gun. Did we talk about that? Did you guys? Oh, oh don't forget no, that. Yes. So, so he goes back to Liam's house after he tells Nora and um, uh, Josh that they have to kill Aiden. He's like, "No way. We're not gonna I'm not gonna kill my best friend." So he goes back and confronts Liam with a gun and just says, "This is not gonna happen. Leave us alone. You know, deal with me. Don't leave Nora out of it. Blah blah blah." And then you know, Liam just says, "Okay." you should leave now. And he looks like he's about to turn into a werewolf or something. I'm like, what's happening here? And so Josh gets out of the house and is just like, and then gets home. And then the next thing we see is a knock on the door and it's Liam. And he brings, uh, what's her face back? Who was missing? Um,
2: Aaron Aaron back. Yeah.
0: And then, um, you know, Nora's like, Oh, come in Aaron and have, let's have dinner. Liam, would you like dinner? And, Uh, Liam's like no it's okay or or, wait did he say yes I'm not I can't remember but anyway he then has a conversation with Josh and I thought something was going to happen here and Nora and Aaron were already tucked away in the kitchen or whatever and says that was a stupid thing to do but it was also very brave so I hope you take care you have a family now take better care of them than I did mine And I thought that was really interesting. It was almost like, was this a test for Josh? Did he just, did Liam just suddenly change his mind about Josh based on that um, conversation? And is he really going to leave them alone? I don't know. So, um, and then he left, right? Didn't he just leave? Yeah. So it's like, okay. At least we think he did. Yeah. So Liam is gone. Is he going to leave them alone? I'm sure he's going to want something from them later. He still is wants to kill all the vampires. I mean, that's what their prerogative is, right? So. Oh
2: yeah. Um, well, in the um, in the n- episode right after that, which uh, aired last week, he he does get Aaron to do something about Aiden at the end of the episode. Did you guys watch that? Oh, part? I didn't Aiden. see the end.
0: Go ahead. could yeah. You guys can spoil it. So the last part that I saw of last week's episode was when Sally, um bumped into her brother and freaked oh, right. out yeah that's okay but you can spoil it uh, i only like, okay go for it
2: well i will pick it up on sally so sally uh she confides in josh and says hey i ran into my brother he saw me we have to do something i can't let him die because of this so they go back to that witch uh the witch named donna who had previously brought sally back to life and they ask donna well kind of threaten her they threaten her and say hey that's bring the um yeah. Yeah. Unsuccessfully, they they're like threatening her and saying, "Hey, we need this to be fixed. We can't have uh, Sally's little brother Robbie die. Help her somehow." Uh, Donna gets really pissed off and she ends up uh, basically strangling Sally in midair with okay. her magic, her witchy spells. Yeah. Mm. And but she says, we... "Okay, well, yeah." She okay. says, "Well, we can come to a uh, decision here. Either I can." Let you live a normal human life and not end up killing anybody, including your brother. But in return, you have to give me your soul when you die. So now Donna owns oh. Sally's soul. Oh which, God! Which we don't
1: actually totally understand quite yet. We saw that with the last guy, who Sally killed by accident. Um, she it, like it looks like she inhaled the ashes or something of that guy, and she got younger. And so oh, I I think oh that's. God what uh what she wants is the eternal life or something. Mm. So I'm just guessing. Ew, but I think that's what's right. Happening. Ew. Yep. ew. Ew, ew, ew. Let's get back to uh Aiden and Aaron.
2: Yes. So um so Aiden is trying to help Aaron be, by saying like, hey, you need to, you know, live a less structured life. She want he he tells her that she She's has too much to rebel against because Josh has been such... He's been a very strict fatherly figure towards Aaron ever since she moved into the house. So um, Aiden and Aaron are kind of acting like, you know, buddy-buddies, and they're kind of friends right now. But it turns out that Aaron's sort of acting like a spy because she, Liam had previously talked to her into basically trying to kill Aiden. So she poisons Aiden's blood that he keeps oh, in the refrigerator god. at home he comes home from work
1: and drinks, drinks the blood it.
2: oh my god and, and he falls on the sick. floor yeah. instantly gets st- sick starts crying blood blood starts coming out of his nose and his ears oh, it's god. really really gross and she's sitting above him with a steak and that's the last thing we see in the episode
0: oh my god Now, earlier
2: on in the episode was um, Aiden with Kenny. He was back at work and everything was going good before he came home and uh, drank his blood. But it turns out Kenny, because he has all these issues, all all these uh, health issues, and he's been stuck in this this hospital hole for forever. He says, when I turn 18, I'm going to walk out of here, live or die, or you can turn me into a vampire and I'll keep you feeding you my blood. So Aiden's sitting there trying to figure out, okay, do I want to turn this kid into a vampire?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He doesn't know. Yeah, he hasn't decided. Then he goes home, and, and it gets might be poisoned. too late. And we also got some yeah. really cool flashbacks
0: of Aiden uh, turning into a vampire because he was telling Kenny his story. He did. So
2: he did. Yeah, that was really interesting seeing him in the war, um, getting turned by the the blonde vampire from back in the day. That was very. <laughs>
0: Alright, did we cover everything for being human? Because we got a little bit of time left before Steph has to leave. Um, And we got like two big episodes. So uh, hopefully Aiden stays alive. I think he will. But (laughs) if everything is okay, somehow they'll get out of it. They always do. But let's turn our attention to The Vampire Diary Season 4, Episode 15, Stand By Me. You know, you have some really great clips here, Stephanie, so mm-hmm. I'm going to toss it to you to lead the discussion on this episode.
1: Cool. So coming back, coming off of episode 14, Down the Rabbit Hole, we figured out that there's a few key things that we should probably recap. Um, first thing is that there's only one cure,
2: and Catherine has it. <laughs>
1: Catherine <laughs> finally came back, ladies Yay! and gentlemen. She's finally
2: back. But you know, like we don't know like, why she's back. We don't know how she got there, but she is back. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like and why she, does she want the cure? Does she really want to be a human? Like what? But I don't anyway. know. Maybe maybe she's using it for leverage against Klaus because yeah. she's been running from Klaus. So this gives her leverage so that she doesn't have to run anymore. It's True. all speculation, of course. Yes. Um, but you know, we actually learned a lot about the the cure at this in this episode mm-hmm. because um, what happens is like we find out that there's only one cure. And this leads to some chaos in the group where, you know, Rebecca takes out Stefan because she doesn't want him to have the cure and give it to Elena. Um, And, you know, Bonnie's going all Dark Willow on
2: us.
1: (laughs) Uh, Totally. A lot of people online have been, you know, referring to Bonnie as, like, Dark Willow because she's kind of just doing whatever she needs to do without fear of consequence. Yeah. And so Jeremy is here trying to, you know, coax – coax Bonnie in to figure out what is real and what is not um, in terms because she's hallucinating even because of Silas. And at the end when, when yeah. Catherine steals the uh, the cure, uh, she, she feeds Jeremy's blood to Silas because mm-hmm. he, he needs blood to wake up and in the process the heartbreaking scene happens where Silas breaks um, Jeremy's neck and he, he dies. And so this is where uh, episode 15 picks up called stand by me and we have uh this a beginning scene where D- damon reveals to rebecca what just happened uh with jeremy and Catherine. and here's the clip where is it the cure i know someone has it
0: yes someone Catherine.
1: Catherine. the doppelganger
2: yeah
0: a sneaky little bitch must have been spying on us for weeks she killed jeremy or somebody did
1: Children brother, what's not with the fake sad face?
2: I didn't say I was going to miss him, but I'm not heartless. He was Elena's only family. Good, well you can send flowers you have to help me find Bonnie. Okay. So
1: yeah, I was really impressed with um seeing a side of uh Rebecca that is a little um I don't know, a little soft. She she said she wasn't a monster, you know, she she feels for Elena at this point. And so I think everyone, including Elena's enemies, it just feels so bad for Elena right
0: yeah What do Uh, i think about rebecca or what do i think about
1: yeah just think about i don't know just how everybody is coming together (laughs) i don't know
0: i mean i always felt like rebecca wasn't super evil she's just selfish yeah you know i don't think she's as far as as klaus is in terms of being evil and being that ruthless Mm -hmm. you know rebecca's whole existence um continues and all she's doing is searching for love so i think she does have a soft part in there and i was remember i was starting to turn last time we talked like well rebecca's not so horrible you know she's just got you know a little bit of issues but she did save elena from getting killed that one time in the woods and I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm okay with Rebecca right now until she stabs me in the heart again with some change in her personality. I know it will. She's
1: eventually led to just walk the woods alone because Damon leaves her right. To go help Stefan, um, take care of Elena. Mm -hmm. Who is at home. And so we actually have this clip where, um, Stefan and, uh, and Caroline are at home and they're just discussing Elena's denial. And it's very interesting because Elena actually shows up. So here's that clip. Look, deep down, I think she has to. But we're talking about Elena here. She feels grief more powerfully than anyone else. I think her denial is the one thing
2: protecting her from letting it all in. She can't stay like that forever.
1: I know, but I don't want to be the one to break her out of it. Not until we know that Bonnie's safe. Not until we get Damon over here to, you know... Use a sire, Bond, to convince her that everything's okay. I'm not in denial. I know that he was supernatural. But did you see? His tattoo is gone. The tattoo had the spell that opened Silas's chamber. Maybe it being gone means that he fulfilled his supernatural destiny. Maybe he's back to normal. It's possible, right? So crazy. Elena, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> she's like, it could be, you know, Jeremy could come back. And in the meantime, like, the house is starting to smell. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the house is starting to smell because jeremy is decomposing Ugh, uh, and so i don't mm-hmm. know a lot of things happen in the gilbert house this, this episode including you know while jeremy is decomposing um remember caroline's calling T- tyler the yeah. whole time uh yeah i felt so bad do you think that tyler's actually going to listen to the messages that caroline is leaving for him um i want to say eventually i don't know if it'll be too late i don't know um I, I don't know, I think that I think that Tyler might be really gone. Hm. I'm wondering if they'll bring him back for another episode because I feel like people are a little upset that he got such a, a lame <laughs> exit, I guess.
0: Well, in the wor- um hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think his story is not done. So, yeah. I think, you know, it's one of those situations where the character is just going to be either tucked away for a bit and then i will just come back.
1: Right. Speaking of the characters, did you guys did you guys know Klaus wasn't in this episode either? Oh yeah. Huh. You think that? Where do you think he is? Is he I like chasing know.
0: Tyler already? Um, who knows what he's doing? Maybe he's sensing Catherine's return or something. Or yeah. um, sent you know understand. I don't know. Maybe he's sensing some trouble in the woods and trying to figure stuff out. I have no yeah. idea.
1: I find it. I don't know because he's not. He's not. He's not stuck in the house anymore. Obviously, um, because he's he's not held by anyone right now. So I found it a little weird that he wasn't up in the mix at this point in the game um, because at this point uh, we have a clip of Shane revealing to Bonnie finally of how, how the whole game plays out. So here's that clip.
2: We got to get you home if you're going to help
1: Silas raise the dead. I don't understand what I can do. Well, Silas can't do magic.
0: He was a witch, but after he became immortal that ended he can be a witch or a vampire but never both. That's why I've
1: been teaching you expressions so you can do his work for him.
0: What? Well, how?
1: Using the power of three massacres. Each massacre of 12 marks the earth with power. You can use expression to tap into that power.
0: Three? got 36 people killed? No, I've had 24 people killed. 12 humans of the Young Farm, 12 hybrids. Look, you and I are going to complete the triangle. Wait, what? Look, there needs to be another massacre, but it's okay. They're going to come back. It's worth it. I'm not
1: helping you kill 12 people, Shane. Wouldn't you? If it meant you could see Jeremy again. So again, uh... We just heard how you need three massacres to to complete uh, the process of finding the cure. Mm-hmm. And essentially, Bonnie has been contracted to learn all this magic because Silas can't do magic himself. And so, I don't know. I, I found it a little weird how Bonnie was so easily convinced to help, even mm-hmm. though she it at first. All 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 Silas or Shane had to do was mention, Oh, you get to see Jeremy again, you get to see Grams again, your you know, your your mom or whatever. And uh she's like all of a sudden on board. I thought that was I thought that was a little rush, did you?
0: Well I mean she is Desperate, right? Yeah. It's true. (laughs) Seeing Graham's again kind of just like messed everything up. I mean, every time Graham shows up, I think Bonnie is like off her game because she's like, what is happening here? You know, I mean, she's desperate to see any familiar face that is. Right. I don't know.
1: But I, I think it's just interesting how she disregards the fact that it's not just these loved ones that will come back, it's every single supernatural. Yeah. Uh, every single supernatural um, dead person will return if they do this. And that includes, you know, Cole, uh, includes, you know, maybe Vicky and Anna, but it also just all of the enemies that they have taken out will all come back. So mm-hmm. I think that that's part of the whole, you know, re- reference to, you know, how I said before, people are comparing bonding to dark Willow. i wish josh was here to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about that um because it's like she is doing all these things without fear of consequence again right and i think that's really weird um but anyway um so let's jump back to elena um, mm-hmm. elena is still coping with the fact that you know she may lose her brother and here enters uh matt now, let's remember, Matt is the only human on the show. Like, the only one. And I thought it was interesting how they actually took time out of this episode to have a very human scene with him where he attempts to help her cope with, um, you know, remembering someone they had lost before. So, check out this clip. You are I mean, Vicky? Did he do that?
2: After they found Vic's body,
1: I remember thinking that things didn't feel over. You know, there was no possible way that she could be gone forever and then she wasn't my point is this town this crazy ass world we live in sometimes not being willing to accept that someone's gone is because maybe they're not so yeah i thought it was very sweet um it was very sweet how he was taking this very practical approach you know like don't you know you you'll always love your the the ones you've lost Mm -hmm. but maybe they're not gone forever you know sort of thing instead of using magic or instead of using supernatural things he's just like you know just remember them um and I find it really cool that Matt was so strong during this episode and they had a scene where he finally just broke down and cried in his truck and I don't know what you guys I thought he did I was very impressed with Matt this episode there's a lot of times where we're just very bored with Matt Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he has no purpose, but he with Jeremy gone, I felt like Matt was probably now he might be the only link to humanity because and maybe
0: that's one. why, you know, you're right. And that's, that's probably the key to him still being on the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Shannon, <laughs> but there's gotta <laughs> be some okay. humanity in the show. Right. And then there's also April who we haven't seen in
1: forever. Um, but, but here from April, this episode it was kind of if there was one funny episode or moment during this episode is probably when April called the house. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Elena, uh, I'm looking for Jeremy. He hasn't picked up his phone. Oh. And it was only funny because she was so upbeat and chipper and she did not understand. Um, yeah. And then Elena just flat out said, oh, he's dead and hung up. And then it wasn't funny anymore, but it was just kind of nice to see a chipper a chipper person in this episode. So did
0: anybody think at one point that Jeremy might survive? <laughs> oh, I mean, there was hope there uh, was hope, right. With Bonnie and like, she saw Jeremy and all this. I don't know. I just, I'm just, at some point I thought, well, where are they going to pull out the rug for me? And then he's going to actually live. But I guess he's,
1: I think, I mean, with the, the compassion we have as viewers for Elena, who lost, you know, Jenna, Alaric, like her parents, uh, you know it. I wanted in a way there was like that little hope you know the kind of mm-hmm. like her hope that she's been having this whole episode um, but at the same time you know this show is not notoriously known for making death stick mm-hmm. most people come back as like ghosts or something else True. And I think this is we'll find that this is like the first time I think that Elena is faced with not being able to fix something or not being able to to keep someone in her life and we have a clip of that turning point where Elena just realizes what's going on so here it is
2: he's dead Damon he's he's dead and and he's been dead this entire time and I oh, oh
0: my
2: god I can smell him how long has he smelled like that Hey, talk to me. I can help you. How? How? How are you gonna help me? How? You... Okay. okay, we, we, we have to. We have to take care of his body. Bring him downstairs. Dougal, we shouldn't. Just carry him down, please. Every inch of this house is filled with memories of the people that I love that have died. My mom. My dad. Jeremy and, and Jenna and Loric John and even John I mean they're all dead everyone is dead so what what am I supposed I mean how am I gonna I can't even there's nothing left for me ah. Lena I need you to calm down no 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 I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't, I can't. It hurts. just make it stop please make it stop it hurts. Oh. Help her. I can help you. I want you to let me help
0: you.
2: I can help you. Turn it off. What? Turn it on. And everything will go
1: away. So we see now that Elena has finally turned off from humanity. Yeah, <clears throat> I was afraid this was going to happen. We said we predicted this in a previous bike Club episode. We did.
0: We predicted Jeremy's death. We predicted a lot of things. Actually, did last time we spoke, it was like, well, I think this is it for Jeremy, and I really felt like we thought and we were just prepared. So when it happened in this episode, I felt like. Yeah, I wasn't surprised, you know? Like I just felt like, okay, here it is. It's just this whole like uh, memorial to Jeremy. Which right. then leads to, you know, our just a discussion about, you know, Elena. But
1: Yeah. I I don't know what Elena's gonna be like when she turns it off. I mean, do you think that do you think that she's just gonna be like Catherine? Or...
0: Mm. I don't know. Elena is a different person, period. You know, if you just look at the person as a whole, I know, you know, uh, there could be a little bit of Catherine, you know, for a little bit, but, and maybe she will confront Catherine. I think we've been waiting for that confrontation between the two of them too. And so maybe some kind of confrontation will, I don't know, maybe snap her back. She's never going to be the same Elena again. That high school girl is dead. Cool.
1: But, um, I don't know. So here's another question for you. Um, we hear later that you know like the the sire do you, I don't know if like I don't know exactly how the sire bond works but we should actually listen to this clip first of um, Stefan and Damon discussing mm-hmm. Elena um, and you know like should they have done that should they have turned off her her humanity um, so like check this out
2: it's a mistake it wasn't and you know it this is the only way she's going to survive We'll help her. Keep an eye on her
1: when she's ready. I'll use the sire bond and bring her back.
2: Her humanity. Damon, that was all she had left.
1: Humanity means nothing when you don't have anyone to care about, Stefan. She had you. She lost her brother. I'm not enough. Not this time. Listen, Damon, uh, I know that you and I, we've been through some... Bad spots lately, especially when it comes to her. Yeah, well, I guess none of that matters anymore.
2: I just, uh, I want you to know that,
1: uh, I'm okay. So the nice part about this clip is that. Stefan and Damon has have essentially come to a truce and they're like yeah you're my bro I love you and but what's interesting about the conversation is that you know we have a question about will the will the bond the sire bond stick like can Damon bring back Elena from turning off from humanity can he bring her back um, hmm. as you know if he has the sire bond because apparently I think that the sire bond is based on you know like If someone is in love with them, right? Right. And if she has turned off all of her emotions, she's not, she doesn't feel anything for anybody. There's no emotion, no love. So does that mean that the Sire bond is broken?
0: Hmm. I don't know. How can it be completely broken? I don't
1: know. Um, Sure. I mean, he
0: did stop her at some point when she was crying, but then mm -hmm. in the end, (laughs) she went back to what she wanted to do in the first place. And they burned down the Gilbert house. Exactly. And the, the house burned down and, you know, they were, they've been trying to stop her from doing it. You know, once you do it, everything's gone and you'll never,
1: what if you want to come back? And she's like, I won't. I won't. So that's that. She's done. No more Gilbert house, no more family. And we just get to see how this new Elena plays out in future episodes. I think that was it. Well, I hope it's not an
0: Elena that I totally even more dislike than the one that i've just experienced <laughs> yeah. i don't know i mean i think this is interesting because i feel like okay so she's going through her stages right her stages of grief and her stages yeah. period so i don't know shannon any thoughts i can't wait to watch this episode it looks so dramatic <laughs> it does look really dramatic i'm really excited about the new episode um
1: and Sh- uh stephanie you gotta go right yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. I can't wait to hear you guys' feedback about the, the last two episodes of the Vampire Diaries. Um, please leave a comment, and I'll check you guys out next week. Okay, bye, Steph. Bye, bye
2: sweetie.
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, I think, Shannon, that, um, you know this final death I mean, this is like all, all of her living relatives are gone as far as we know unless yeah, there's some so other sad. crazy cousin that comes out of the woodwork or or whatever i mean every everything that elena knows and all of these supernaturals have basically screwed over her life um <laughs> i don't know i mean i feel like which if she had it had to do it all over again would she have fled would she have you know
2: uh, i don't know that's a good Not question. Me. I I wonder. Yeah, I wonder the same thing. How would she? How would she try to change it? What would she do to um, make this ending a little bit better for herself? I can co- totally understand why she would turn off her emotions after going through this too. From um, what you guys have said, mm-hmm. it just it sounds like she's had enough and she's tired of it and she she can't take anymore. Honestly.
0: In that respect, she should really divorce herself from the Salvatore brothers. Because didn't her mom tell her a long time ago <laughs> those brothers were trouble and that she should stay away?
2: <laughs> yep, uh, a <laughs> long time
0: ago. <laughs> I mean, I know she's in love with pr- practically both of them still. But, geez. Um now it's at the cost of all her family being dead. So, uh, it, it's just, I don't know. Poor I mean... Girl. I know, poor, 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 poor girl. Um. All right. And uh, do we have anything else to add about this episode? Anything else you want to add? I mean, it's just uh, this is see. really a new turning point. I feel like everything's yeah, changing really as it. of next
2: week. Well, I'm yeah. I need to catch up so I can watch next week's episode because I'm sure that one's going to be. Completely new and different, I know. totally. especially with Catherine back now, and now Elena's a vampire, and she's a vampire with no human emotions anymore. Mm-hmm. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be a really good catfight between them.
0: Hmm. I hope they've <laughs> shot that already. That's all I'm saying. Come on, Vampire Me? Diaries writers. Ew. Love it. Um, All right. So we just got one comment. Actually, I think we do
2: have an email as well that I wanted to read. Well, I'll read the comment real quick while you're looking up the email. Go for it. It says, uh, this is from Tonaleg." It says, great show ladies. So nice to have Lynn back with her snappy opinions. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Let's, Please let Josh know that the listeners are missing his Buffy references Aww. because lately there have been a lot of similarities with the first evil and Silas. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Tona, like, I also watched Buffy, and um, there was a character in the first few uh, seasons of Buffy the Vampire where um, Buffy had to kill off this first evil, which was, uh, I believe it was where all the evil began in the world, where all the uh, demons and whatnot Mm -hmm. began. And Buffy herself was the only one that could kill him. Um, So yeah, that's, that's a nice similarity with him and Silas. That's very interesting. He also asks, could you put up a poll of who in the cast will die before the end of season four Uh, of the Empire. Okay. Bonnie, Tyler and Catherine.
0: Oh, I don't think it's Catherine. Well, I don't think it's Catherine. Um, Tyler, we, I don't I know Tyler. Tyler maybe Bonnie we need the witch we need a witch in this unless you know I true, mean true but
2: I I read on our Facebook I uh, who posted it let me find it what right. what did you read <laughs> there oh, no. is another vampire supposedly who may be entering into the season mm. so it's possible that Bonnie could shift and uh, go away with this new chick coming in okay
0: interesting um just a point of uh fun uh this weekend uh i actually saw hellmouth (laughs) oh you did (laughs) i drove by the actual high school above the vampire slayer um which is in torrance california thank you fat emo kid eric for letting me know where it was um And, uh, yeah, we just drove by, but I was like, there it is. Hey, that is so cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you're ever down in Southern California, Shannon, I'll take you there. I'm down Uh. there all the time. You'll have to take it next time. Okay. Um, okay. And then our email comes from Lulu, who says the subject is Rebecca and Stefan's 1920 romance in Chicago. Hey everyone, just writing in because on episode 138 of the podcast, it seemed like you were all having problems remembering Stefan and Rebecca's history, so here it is. In season 3 of The Vampire Diaries, there was an episode named The End of the Affair where it was revealed in a series of flashbacks that Klaus and Stefan knew each other during one of Stefan's previous periods as a rip In the 1920s, Stefan and Rebecca had a romance, but when things got dangerous for Klaus in Chicago, he told Rebecca that they had to leave. Obviously, Rebecca wouldn't go willing, so... Klaus staked his sister and compelled Stefan to forget them. Ah. Remember that? I remember that, too. Now I remember it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Thank you very much, Lulu, for that uh, reference. But yeah, they had had their own little romance history, you know, and I really believe It was short-lived, but it was there. Yeah, it was there. I think he definitely had feelings for her. And then, you know, it got clouded when he met Elena. True love of his life, I guess. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um anyway i think uh that's it for this week we have some notes here of um let's see Mad- more than magic semester abroad did you put oh, this here that's Stuff? my
2: that was my friend's book um, oh okay I want to support a author who writes about the werewolves and vampires and such uh her name is elizabeth kirk and her book is available on amazon
0: Excellent. We also have a bike club store on our website. Um, if you go through there and purchase some books on there, we get a little cut. And then um, I think, is that it too? Do we have any? Oh, yeah, right. That was a spoiler right there that you already talked about. Well, very yes. cool. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Stephanie, wherever you are. And uh, <laughs> we'll be back to talk next week um, on a lot of our favorite episodes on Bike Club Show. Go ahead and email us, bikeclubshow at gmail.com. Uh, send us some more comments on bikeclubshow.com. And um, Facebook, Twitter, you know you know where we all are. All right. Until next time. Bye.